Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Surviving the Badge. We are on Season 2, Episode 1. Yes, first one of the new season. Happy New Happy Year! Happy New Year! Salute! Right. Hope everyone had a very nice New Year. I know I did. I did, too. Very much so. So, as we go through Season 2 here, we're going to do a little bit different of a format. We're still going to be talking about Surviving the Badge as we always have. But we're also going to kind of delve into the true crime um, market or whatever you want to call it. World, yeah. We're going to um, kind of start talking about some of these crimes that are either recently in the news and, you know, big hot topics, or if I'm hoping we don't have too many murders um, to even talk (laughs) about, but... You know, if we kind of run low on some hot local stuff, you know, here in the state of Florida, then we will dive into some of the um, cold cases and stuff from years ago, some of the uh, famous serial killers, so on and so forth. So it, it totally makes sense. We have 75 years of investigative experience sitting at this table. Investigative we do. supervisory police. I mean, we could talk about things that. You know, they don't they, they skim over or they don't talk about in the TV shows, the news. We can really get into explaining some things and how a detective would actually investigate into different steps. And I think it just makes sense. And the real truth, not not this <laughs> crap you see on TV where, you know, they can take a paint chip on a hit and run crash and tell you exactly who owns the car. Yeah. You know, we're going to we're going to discuss it. So just introduce myself since we're a new Season here, a brand new season two. My name is Ronnie, and I was a police officer. I'm retired now, and I did 35 years in police work. I was a uh, patrol supervisor, traffic supervisor, canine supervisor. I was a motor officer, meaning motorcycle. I was um, in investigations for a short period of time doing uh, drug investigations so my background is is pretty broad. The only thing I did never do is just property crimes and like person crimes, but I did every other type of investigation, traffic, homicide, you name it. Go ahead, Camille. Uh, my name is Camille, and I was a uh, police officer for 20 years, 20 plus years, retired also. Uh, 15 of those as a, a criminal investigator, everything from murder to fraud to economic crimes to rapes and the whole nine yards property crime the works he just about did everything you can imagine when it comes to investigations crime scene investigator also so john unfortunately could not make it for our opening season show tonight his poor wife ruth is sick and he is home being an awesome husband and taking care of her and we pray that Ruth is going to feel better soon and that everything works out real good. Um, but just to talk a little bit about John, John worked at the same agency that I did for over 20 years. I think he had almost 22 years in. And John did investigations, property crimes, persons crimes. He did traffic homicide. He was a traffic officer in a car, patrol officer, patrol supervisor, so, I mean, between us, there is a load of experience here Absolutely. in the various realms no of police work. So let's dive right into it, buddy. What do we got? We got our... Uh, um, well, we've you decided 
I, I don't know if you hate John or you know that John doesn't drink brown li- liquor. He you does just, not. <laughs> John does not drink whiskey ever. You decided that we're going to do a, a whiskey um, ranking today, and we I are. love it. I mean, hell, we are. sign and me up for that anytime. This is, it's right here. This is um, Wild Turkey Long Branch. It's an eight-year, I guess, aged um, wild turkey. My son got it for me for Christmas, and I'll tell you what. Man, it's it's really good. Oh, that's smooth. Oh man, that's really. We nice. put a little ice in it, you know, one big round ice cube, just kind of cool it off a little bit. But I'll tell you what, this ranks right up here with some of the better ones that I've had. Now, obviously, I don't buy the five hundred dollar bottles or the three hundred dollar bottles, but for a fifty ish. Dollar bottle of whiskey, bourbon, holy cow, that yeah, is that's, really good. That's real good. Is it a bad sign? Because I also got whiskey and bourbon for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is that a bad sign that we got whiskey and bourbon for Christmas, or do they just know us? I think they just know okay. us very well, because we are the last of the you know big major drinkers. <laughs> um, this is the only time I really indulge, you know, I would say heavily <laughs> is is why we're doing the show. So um, we also have, due to our sponsors, one of our sponsors being Kenny's Grocery in Orange City, we have our beer moment. And since John's not here, I'm going to talk about the beer moment. I went and got it. This is made by Sierra Nevada, and it is a pale ale is what it's telling me. It is a pale ale. So when I just when I just took a sip of it, and I don't I don't know if you're gonna get this note, but I got like a almost like a like an oatmeal note um, flavor. It's good. I'm enjoy, yeah. I'm enjoying it. I'm I would give this uh, probably about a seven. Yeah, that's not bad, and it's not super cold because I blew it, didn't put it in the refrigerator until about four o'clock. <laughs> Five o'clock. They wouldn't have known that. Yeah, they would have. They no sweat on the bottom. (laughs) And uh, so we'd like to thank our sponsor, Kenny's, located in Orange City at 1792 and French Avenue. So if you get a chance, you want some unique beers, go down to Kenny's Grocery, Orange City, French Avenue, and 1792. We also have a second sponsor that Ronnie's going to talk about. We do, and that second sponsor is CNR Constructors. They're on your screen now. And uh, they are a general contractor here in Central Florida, serving even larger than the Central Florida area. And they specialize in commercial build-outs and um, home remodels. So if you need it done all the way up to the roof itself, they can do it. I don't care how small or how big it is. These guys are professional. Please visit their website, www crconstructors.net and you can see some of their work all right so um last year we're going to talk about fallen officers last year we had 491 line of duty deaths in the united states it's uh, it was up about approximately 20 20 something percent from the year before um 150 of our officers last year committed suicide very sad the good note of that, wow. the, yeah, the only the good silver lining of that is the year before that it was 177, and two years before that it was over 200, 239 suicides. So, so maybe some of the awareness is actually, you know, I hope so, helping I, out. I know a good friend of ours of the show, um, and I worked with him for years, uh, Mark Debona. 
is uh, basically pledged his entire retired life going around and speaking to um, officers and departments and giving seminars about suicide and officer suicide. So thank him for that. That's that's awesome, Mark. Great and job. We're going to have him on probably this season yes. to talk about that. Absolutely. All right, let's our, dig so into our, it. Our case, Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine, Ghislaine, I don't know, Maxwell, uh, a couple of scumbags who should have been put under the, under the jail. You know, Jeffrey Epstein, back in 2005-ish, there was an investigation. He was arrested for sexual uh, battery of some children and trafficking. There was about 40 victims, and this happened down in South Florida. That's on your screen right now. Both of them are Epstein and uh, Maxwell are both on your screen. Interesting thing about this while I was reading it is that one of the victims stated that she was at the Altamont Mall, which is like 15 miles from where I live, the Altamont Mall trolling for mm-hmm. uh, for victims. Yeah, that's this. what she would do. And, and I'll talk about that in a minute, but that's exactly what her, her job was. So Epstein took a sweetheart deal, I don't know how, rich and, rich and powerful, yeah. and connections. And <clears throat> But in, uh, in 05, he took a sweetheart deal, and he got, um, I think it was 13 months in custody, but only on weekends. Are you kidding no. me? Yeah. Holy <laughs> cow, right? man. For, for sexual battery of children. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. Um, and as part of the deal, the people who, the other, other possible defendants mm-hmm. like Maxwell and other people, they had immunity in Florida. So any crimes that they did in Florida, wow. immunity. Yeah. I, I, you know, it just absolutely wonder, makes me sick, some of this um, garbage that goes on with our with our justice system. It's absolutely yeah, ridiculous. It, it really it, is. You, you, you wonder why people are so pissed off about that kind of stuff. It's just insane. Uh, so later, recently, in 2019, um, he was charged again for sexual trafficking of minors in New York. He was arrested. He was taken to, what's the, oh my gosh, what's the jail in New York? Rikers? Sing Sing? No. Um, Rikers Island. Rikers. I think it was Rikers. Yeah. And then he killed himself. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Killed himself. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. Paid to hide. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure we, we all believe that he killed himself. If, um, Let's say he killed himself. and He killed I could, himself. I could see him killing himself. He knows he's done for. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. Right? And and he's going to be a, a child molester, a sexual predator inside a prison, yep. which yep. we all know yep. they get they get whacked. Oh, yeah. You know, and they, or they get abused or whatever. Um, but unfortunately, him dying took away the justice to all of his victims. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Um, and... I've worked suicides in in jails that were actually suicides as part of my my last job. We uh, if if a, su- a suicide happened at a jail or if there was a death at a jail, we would go in and investigate. And don't they actually? Um, I mean, is it the most common way to do that? Is hanging? Yes, by a bed sheet yes. or whatever. The ones yeah. I worked, that's that's what happened. Right, right. And it doesn't take long. No, no. The 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 one that, the most recent the last one I worked. He, uh, 
he was standing at the door talking to the counselor yeah. who was outside the door. And he says, I'm going to do it. He wraps his wraps it and he, he just slinks down and puts all of his weight on the, and the, and the, and the counselor's trying to call the correctional officers oh, to open the door. Yeah. But their policy was they can't open the door unless there's two officers there. And by the uh, time I, and, and the counselor's not an officer. And by the time they open the door, it doesn't take long. He was dead. Yeah, it takes over six minutes or so for the brain to die from lack of oxygen, but it don't take that long for them to pass out. Right. And just be, you yeah. know, and, and snap their neck or whatever it may yep. happen. But yeah. So they, uh, they they brought us in to see if if the officers could have been charged. They ultimately were not. Um, but one of the bad things about this, I thought, and I'm pretty sure Epstein was on a suicide watch. Hmm. Which means you're supposed to actually watch them, and I yeah, know they don't give them bed sheets and all that stuff. No, they give them like a else. paper. I know in Florida they give them a paper gown, yeah, or a a turtle outfit, which you know is nothing, yeah. just a little bit of privacy and nothing else. So I don't know, you know, if hmm. if you guys know any more about it, if it was a suicide watch or not. Please Put comment the, down below. We appreciate and, it. And while you're at it, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and the notification bell. And, yeah, please do, because it you know, uh, really helps us out. We really appreciate it. Thank you. So what we do know about the Epstein case is he was a millionaire, um, and he would fly rich and powerful people to his private island in the Caribbean. And there he would have already picked up or on the way picked up uh, underage girls, right? And these rich and powerful men would have sex with these underage girls, right? Well, Ghislaine Maxwell, who was just found guilty, she was her his number one procurer. Procurer, is that right? I think that's right. Yeah. Okay. Of these underage girls, I have her picture up on your screen now, so you can see what she looks like. Yeah. So she would go to, like you said, the Altima Mall. Yeah, and she would pose as a uh, talent scout. Yes, for modeling and stuff. And the one girl that I read about, I don't, I don't. I hope you're not going to cover her. But I didn't put any names in there. Well, the one girl I read about, um, she was working in a you know a retail or whatever, and I guess that Maxwell had came in and talked to her and and said, you know, how old are you? And she told her, you know, she was 17 or. 15, 16, whatever. And she said, oh, my God, I didn't realize, you know, you look much older than that. You know, starting to blow her up. Oh, you're beautiful. This, this, and that, and the other. She said, uh, you know, we're going to get you on, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever. Well, the young lady had a, a problem with her hips since she was very young, and she could not walk the catwalk. I mean, this, this girl is drop-dead gorgeous. She could not walk the catwalk, so therefore she couldn't do the runway model right. you know yeah. deal or whatever and uh when she found out about that she said oh that's okay you know blah 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 and she still took her yeah you know course. and she's just looking for another victim yep, yep. for these rich psycho nut jobs and it, it, it is i what is in somebody's head this this maxwell piece of sh shit oh yeah she's a piece of shit what is in her head I know I'm going to procure this young woman to have sex with men. Yeah. How do you how do you jump to yeah, that's what I do for a living. Yeah. And I like it and I think it's a good thing. 
I mean, what the what the hell is going on I, with these? That's people? a broken brain. I it I, is. I don't get that's it. That's a sick, no good, rotten individual who should burn in hell for the rest of their lives. So she was arrested. She was just going around the United States after he after he died. He's like, she's like, la 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 la. Yeah, I don't know. You know, that's, but I can see her doing that. Oh, la, yeah. la, 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 la. She's a socialite, so right? She's probably. Holding their purse like this, you know, whatever, whatever they do, <laughs> right. drinking her tea, you know, yeah. whatever. And you know what else drives me? I'm, I'm backtracking just a little bit. The FBI knows all the people who've been there. They they've executed search warrants. Yeah. They know, and they're why are they holding it so tight? Because there are some big players. So what? Big players. Do it, and somebody's and pulling un- their strings. Unfortunately, the FBI. For the last 10, 15, maybe even 20 years, has become a political arm of the government. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Do your freaking job as a law enforcement professional. And if you look at Lady Justice, guess what? She's got a a blindfold on. Right. Yeah. Justice is supposed to be blind. FBI, if you're watching, and I know you are. Do your freaking job. Arrest some people. And that's not all you guys. It's just the guys that are investigating this. Come on, seriously. Or I the mean, supervisors are saying, "Well, we we can't we you know yeah. we can't yeah." Come and on. and hey, listen, I, I am a big time Trump supporter. Just throw it out there, I am. But I would say one out of every twenty pictures that I pulled up of these two, Epstein and Maxwell, it had Trump and Melania right there with There's- Epstein. And hugging on them, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying they had anything to do with this sex with kids or anything like that, but it looks bad, man, when the prez is out here, you know. And this was prior to him becoming president yep. and all that, but well, you man. got you also have Bill Clinton who was on the yep. airplane several times, yes. But I don't care, I'm a conservative, I'll vote conservative. But if you're a piece of shit, you should be put in jail, absolutely. I don't care who, it was, is. who was it, the the um. The big wig moguls for uh, social media and all. Um, oh, there was, there was a couple of them that were with him on the island. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I don't, don't care who name they are. names because I can't remember right now. Yeah. But it, if you know, so we don't want to get demonetized. <laughs> if you know, put it in the comments. So yeah, um, so she got arrested gallivanting around the U- the, the U.S. and they put her on trial for procuring. Um, you know, and setting up and sexual trafficking of these uh, of these women, and so what happened is, um, what last week she was found guilty. Week before? Yeah. Well, then the last yeah. couple of weeks she was found guilty on five of the six, five of the six charges. Yes. Um, there's also another another trial about. Uh, I think I think there's going to be a. It's a minor. It's something on. I mean, it's not minor, but it's a. I think it's lying to, to the FBI or something. There's another yeah. trial yeah. pending. Um, but now it's her sentencing phase. Now here is where she has an opportunity to help herself. To dime everybody out. Yeah. And I saw I saw your poll. Right. That okay. you put out. Yeah, you know, I, I, I was... What did you put out on? I, I, um, I put it on Instagram. I put a poll out there that says, is she going to rat everybody out? I voted no. I voted no also. And I think the no's... When I voted, I think the no's were 
and I think the yeas were 36% or something like that when I voted, Right. I think. Okay. Um, but I don't think she will. I, I want her to. Oh, I do too. But I think I think that probably somebody's going to put the screws. She's got family. Yeah. You so, know? Yeah. Somebody's going to put a, the heat miser on her family or on her and right. say, do you want your family to live? Right. I mean, come on. Rich and powerful yeah. people can make that stuff happen. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I did watch a, um, a a documentary while I was researching this, and they were talking about that she is a sociopath and doesn't care about anybody else but herself. So that might, if she's a true sociopath and all she cares about herself, she might be trying to spare her neck from a but lifetime in prison. doesn't that fit, though, sociopath, all she cares about is herself? Doesn't that fit with her narrative? Absolutely. Where she doesn't care about these little girls and, and what they're going to endure the rest of their entire lives? Yes. You know, guys, this isn't something, if, if you don't know anybody that's ever been sexually abused as a child, this isn't something that goes away in a week, a day, you know, two years, four years, five years. People that have been sexually abused by an adult when they were children they deal with this for the rest of their lives. It yeah, scars a- them so deep. I mean, it, it's. I, I pray for them all the time, and I know a, a very good friend of ours, um, whose kids went through this, and it was uh, abuse from the father. And I got to tell you that those kids are still, ten, fifteen years later, still struggling with this. So, and, you know, and- she don't care about nobody but herself. No, um, and and. I could never, I'm glad I was never at an agency where we actually had a sex crimes unit. I worked, unfortunately, plenty of sex crimes units, or sex crimes. I worked um, child pornography, horrible, right. Can't, can never forget it. Um, Sean, friend of the show, he worked yeah. sex crimes. Yeah. I don't know how he did it. He, he told me, he, he after about a year, he, he had to get out. It was, I, it I don't was, blame it him, was the worst. Because he had kids. Right. It, it just, it just it, it's yeah. I, I know a friend of mine. His name's Steve, and um, he just retired here recently. And um, he worked for a task force assigned to the FBI. Um, he was with the sheriff's office. Innocent Images Task Force. I don't know what it was okay. called. I can't remember. Um, Steve, if you're watching this, um, put a little comment down there what the uh, name of that unit was. But anyway. He told me some stories, man, that would absolutely curl your freaking hair and just yeah. make you sick to your stomach. Yeah, and and we, we've talked about this before. Dealing with this kind of stuff, you you don't go home and say, "Hey, guess what I dealt with today?" Because yeah. your family is not wired for that kind of stuff. <laughs> no. You can't say, "Well, I saw this two-year-old, yeah, absolutely. or this baby," you know, yeah. and, and, and it's like. Wow, you know, so that's the kind of stuff that you hold on to and you put in a, for me, everybody's different, but I put it in a little box and I know it's there. Yeah. But, you know, and I, I, I don't open it and I just say, okay, I'm just going to. Yeah, that's in my past. Leave right. it, leave yep. it there. Yeah. You know, I really don't want to talk about it. I mean, I right. will talk a little bit about it, but yeah. I don't want to go into graphic detail because then it rehashes all those memories yeah. and all that stuff. Absolutely. And yeah, man, it's uh, just another reason why. Law enforcement officers across the nation, and I mean across the nation, of of every agency, you know, police department, sheriff's offices, state highway patrols, um, state state police, um, federal. Um, it it it's a burden that they carry, and they carry it for the rest of their lives. Also, the stuff that they have seen. 
you know, and, and people don't realize that they say, oh, it's just that asshole that was on the corner giving me a freaking ticket for going 10 <laughs> over. No, that's only one little tiny little facet of this job mm-hmm. that, that, you know, officers deal with. And usually that is a guy that, you know, just been hired on a few years, whatever, you know, but it, it's something that eats them and it goes with them for the rest of their life. Yep. I still, to this day, wake up once in a blue moon and I still... One or two of the cases that I was involved in haunts me and, and, I, and it wakes me up. And I wake up and I go, wow, why am I awake? And, I, and then I think and I go, oh, man, that, that you know, and it, it scares you. It doesn't like, go away. You're right. No, it's, it, it's, it doesn't. It's an imprint. I have my students and I know what they want me to say. They say, oh, hey, Mr. Long, what's the, what's the worst thing you ever worked? And they, they think it's a murder. They think it's this. Oh, no. And it's not. It, it is not. It's what's done to... Murders are gross and they're horrendous and they can be, you know, just the, the most terrible thing you've ever seen in your life. But to watch a four or five or a two-year-old being sexually abused by some monster... Yeah. It, that never goes away. No, never does. Never goes away. I'm so, glad I only <laughs> sat on a couple of those. Yeah. And I... Wanted nothing to do with it. Yep. I said, "No way! Give me the dead bodies all day long, <laughs> out on the highway, splattered in a thousand pieces. I'll take that over right? that all day long." Right? Uh, you know, I knew my limitations. I have babies. I have four of them. Yeah, well, they're all grown now, but yeah. they're still my babies. Yeah, and, and it's important to know your limitations. I knew I could never work narcotics. I would be the the undercover. Who would be, Excuse me, sir. Can I buy some cannabis from you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, just, exactly. Would not go good. Would not, it would be. It would be bad. <laughs> but, we all, but we all know our limitations, right? So, I mean, could you imagine John working <laughs> undercover narcotics? I mean, really, really? You do weed yeah. with the munchies, <laughs> maybe. But the way his, John, the way his speech is always almost perfect, right? And everything else. Could you imagine? I mean, he would say they they would say some something wrong, and he'd go. Actually, the proper the proper <laughs> the proper vernacular for that is, and they say, "Get out of here, cop!" Right? You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. God love him. He's uh, he's well way too educated to be a, <laughs> to be a dope vice cop. Yeah. So back back on the case, um, sentencing usually takes thirty days to sixty days because what they have to do is they have to do a pre sentence investigation. Mm-hmm. They have to find out about criminal history, all the things and, and victims have an impact statement that they can fill out, things like that. So it's not going to be right away. Not to mention <clears throat> the sentencing hearing right that they have that's the, like the one in Orlando. I mean my God, that took what two weeks? Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Yep. I mean yeah. So So don't expect a a sent a, a sentence anytime soon. Especially if she starts ratting people out oh they'll delay the hell out of that <laughs> absolutely so we always called it a proffer right yeah yeah yep, a proffer yep. so we when we when we would bring somebody in and their their goose is cooked we would sit them down and we say listen spill the beans but usually i don't know about with the state level but usually the district attorney state attorney needed to be present absolutely yes for that so that because they're the ones that's going to recommend a a um sentence so they need to be present for that and and figure out what you know information is it relevant is it going to lead to you know more arrests or 
you know, is it going to clear up a, a burglary ring, a robbery ring, you know, whatever. So they need to be present during that proffer. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and not only that is you see a lot of times where on the movies or TV shows, the cops are like, well, if you tell us this, we can give you this deal. And That's promising something to law, coerce a statement. You can't law enforcement cannot offer any deals. Nope. What I always said is, you tell me what you got. And I will tell the state attorney's office that you were cooperative, Absolutely. that you were truthful, that you were honest, you you had regretted what you did. I can't promise you anything, but I can tell them what you said and what you did. And I've even told them this. If I have to sit here and interview you and do this, now that we're talking in the, you know, the, we haven't really arrested them yet or anything. This is in the, you know, the, the preliminary I have told them that if I have to go through all of this shit and drag all this evidence to the crime lab and everything else and all that, I am not going to tell the state attorney to give you shit. Because they do ask the officers for an input. They do. And, you know, if you want to make my job hard and make me work four times as hard as I need to, guess what, buddy? Instead of me telling the, you know, the, the state attorney or the district attorney or whatever, hey, uh, you know, why don't we see what we can work out? They didn't hurt anybody, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh-uh. No, screw that. If I had to work my ass off for this case and they sat there the whole time doing this. Right. Guess what? Mac Daddy Max on everything. I had, a, I had, I had a, a group of two guys who would come up out of Miami, commit burglaries, and they were just being a-holes. And I had them on a seven or eight burglaries. Right. And I'd arrest them on one. And, yeah. I, told, and I told the jail, let me know when they're about to bond out. And you run to the jail and do what? And I would arrest them on, on the second one. <laughs> and I would rebook them into the jail. And when they got ready to bond out for the second one, for, what would you do? Go down there and arrest them a third time. See, what what most citizens don't realize is if we have 25 charges on you of burglary for 25 different burglaries, we can either put all those counts into one and stack that bond up, you know, to whatever it is, and then you bond out for one. Or if you're an asshole, we can do exactly what freaking Camille just said, which is, Every time you get ready to bond out, run down there, slap another one on you, yep. slap another one on you. Now you got to go through the whole process again. So, you know, yeah, we can be assholes too. Now, right. if you're a state attorney, you know that that's not what you like because the state attorney was so pissed at me. Yeah, <laughs> because they were so pissed. Because now they have to have another folder and another folder, another arraignment date, another, you know, another folder, another folder, another folder instead of one big folder. Yeah. Of yeah. course. But you know what? <laughs> Oh, well, <laughs> they're getting paid by the hour. You're getting paid by the hour. They were not happy. They were like, stop, dude, just stop. Okay, we get it. We get it. <laughs> All right. So while we're waiting for the sentencing on Maxwell, right, you know right. who's sweating, even though he says he can't sweat, is Prince Andrew. Oh, and I have the perfect picture of <laughs> Prince Andrew. Look at this freaking dork, will you? I'm sorry to call names, but yeah, this guy. So one of the main victims has already stated. Look at that picture. <laughs> he's standing here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So and and he's the he's the prince's 
or the the queen's son son one of the queen's son Son yeah, but he's like third in line or yeah. something like that. Yeah, he's not going to be. He's the prince of, <laughs> prince prince of, of York Wales? or Wales. Well, York. York. He's yeah. York. So he was on this Lolita Express. Victims have identified him as individuals that have had sex with them who, you know, if they're underage, it's rape, who's raped them underage, and he's sweating. Um, he had, if, if you should look it up, there's an uh, interview he did. Oh, oh, it's just, it's a train wreck. It is a dumpster. It is a train striking a dumpster fire no in the kidding. wreck. It is the war. And, and, and uh, he comes off, he should never have done the interview. He comes off so freaking guilty. <laughs> anyway, so he's denying the whole thing. And so Epstein, while he was alive, <clears throat> they had a, uh, they had a, um, what do you call it? A, a plea deal. Not a plea deal. Because it was a civil. They were sued. Oh, okay. and, and Epstein gave $500,000 to this victim. And it, part of the plea deal said, and this is immunity for any other defendants. Oh, wow. But, and my question is, and John's not here, I was going to ask him also, if it's a civil plea deal, does that affect a criminal? I don't think it does. That's completely to me, different. I don't think it, it, it does. To me, I don't think it's no. two totally different venues. It's just like when you do a internal investigation on an officer at right. the PD, mm-hmm. they sign the Garrity form, yep. which says that anything said during that internal cannot be used against them in a criminal prosecution. Absolutely. I don't know if that's the case here, but it wouldn't seem like that that immunity for... A for civil, civil suit would carry over to criminal. I don't think because it does. because I, a a civil suit doesn't have law enforcement involved. Right. So any of you attorneys that may be out there that that do that, if you're watching this, or if, you know if you have a family member or somebody that you know is a good friend that is a civil ter- attorney, ask them that question for us and comment down below. We would love to get the answers to some of these questions. We don't know everything, guys. You know and. If you do, we'll send you one of our um, merch stickers. Absolutely. If you get us the proper answer and we can verify that it's a proper answer, we will send you one of our Surviving the Badge stickers. Absolutely. Let's see if we can get a little bit closer. Well, actually, it's this right here. Yep. Just in sticker form. In a sticker form. <laughs> it's that whole logo right there. And it's uh, very nice. It's all cut out for the edges and all. It looks really super sharp on the uh, back of your car or wherever. Yeah. So subscribe and um, answer these questions that we are are failing on. But if you answer, you must be a subscriber in order to win that. You can't just answer and not subscribe. Sorry. Hey, little bonus for us too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So to wrap to wrap this case up, um, do you think you you said you don't think she's going to squeal? I do not. No. See, no. I, I originally didn't until I saw that about the uh, um, being just out for herself. I think she's going to squeal, but I don't think the FBI is going to do anything with it. Ooh. How do they do that? I don't How know. do they get away with I that? I don't know. With, with, the, with, the, with the microscope that the FBI is under right now, but they don't care what we, we small we, people. We the people? Right. We the people think. Um, or they're going to say, well, we can't do anything, but I think Prince Andrew's next. If they make an arrest, he's going to be on that list. But can they make an arrest on him? They can, the FBI, if, if, all right. And here's why I say that guys, 
because he has diplomatic immunity. Can he be arrested in the U.S. for crimes that occurred in the U.S.? But did he commit a crime in the U.S.? I don't know. Yeah. So now if he committed a crime on a an island in the Caribbean that happened to be like the U.S. Virgin Islands, if it was part of the U.S. Virgin Islands, then the FBI would have ju- jurisdiction. But, yeah, but if he goes to the backside of um, San Martin, right? That's French rule. Yeah. So I don't know. We don't have. Di- they don't have diplomatic. They, they would I'm have sure. to. They would have to find out. But Where they. The actual- but they could also get with the country. France. Yeah, and, and say, say these crimes happen. Right. Charge him on your soil. Right. Are you willing to charge him? Yeah. Or are you willing to take the heat for not charging him? I bet you they don't. Yeah. I bet you the other countries, because you know they're getting aid and they're getting freaking mm-hmm. money and they're getting from the freaking English. Yeah. You know they are. Oh, absolutely. They're all getting it from us and them. Yeah. But he has been to the United States, so it would be interesting to find if they can find U.S. jurisdiction in any of these crimes. But if they do. Does he get arrested for diplomatic? I didn't, I, you know, when I was preparing, I didn't even think about diplomatic immunity. Diplomatic immunity, we can't hold him and charge him. Hmm. He would have to be sent back to his country. Now, he gave And possibly up, face charges he's, there. He's still a prince, but he gave up his royal duties. <laughs> he's still a, a prince, so I guarantee you. If you know about di- diplomatic law, let us know. I'm telling you that he will get with his consulate if they get ready to charge him. He will probably have him on speed dial and say they're charging me with X, Y, Z. They will turn him over to the consulate and he'll be done. He'll be yeah. gone. But does the queen want to take that heat? Or does... or does She doesn't have to. She can't say, no, I'm, I'm not doing it. It's, it's whatever the country's policy says. But can, they have can the, the prime minister of England... Extradite him. Well, she can take him back to England and hold him on trial there. So it, it'd be interesting to find out what happens in the next six months or so. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're the experts, by the way. I don't with don't doubt us. <laughs> I dealt with diplomatic immunity one time, and it was somebody from U- Uganda or Ghana. Yeah, Ghana. There's Ghana and there's Uganda. It was not Uganda. It was Ghana. Okay. And uh, they actually, we had to get all of their consulate and everything. The the rules have changed on that. They're very, very, very strict. There's a little book that they give you. Right. I remember the supervisors. Yeah. Yeah, but it's updated now. I bet. There's there's only certain countries. Well, yours is probably in leather and written with a a feather Here we go. Here we go. Leather bound. And I had to dip it in the ink and write on (laughs) it. You're an asshole. Yeah. All right, guys. Um. Please comment below. Tell us what you think. We do read the comments. We do get back with each and every person that comments, um, you know, on, on topics on the show. We very much appreciate each and every one of you being out here, watching the show, commenting, liking, subscribing. We really appreciate it very much. So we're on um, YouTube. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on just about anything. There's uh, Audacity. Everything. Also, if you don't want your um, comments to be known by everybody else and, and you don't comment on YouTube, the comments, you can send us an email at retiredcopsrule at gmail.com. Yep. If you want to just send us a regular email saying, hey, guys, you're an idiot when it comes to diplomatic law. This is actually the truth. Retiredcopsrule 
at gmail.com. It'll be down there in the comments. All of that'll be in the comments. If I can remember, because I'm old and I forget shit, <laughs> I will try to put the name of the beer that we are Im- Im- imbibing. Yes. Imbibing in. And uh, the name of the whiskey. I'll have to write it on this paper because I do the, the editing on this a couple of days down the road. So anyway, I will try to write it in there. So, John, we missed you, brother. I'll keep looking over here because that's his chair. <laughs> we hope to see you on the next show. We'll see how that goes. Praying for Ruth. Oh, speaking of next show, what we decided to do, um, LT decided, hey, you know what? Why don't we do a little round robin? So we're going to move the studio from Ronnie's place to my place to John's. Yeah, to Ronnie's. that's right. I forgot so, about that. Yeah, you'll see a different setting. Yep. Um, next yep. next time, not next episode, but the following one. Um, it's so, going to be at his so, place. So look forward to that. Yeah. yeah. So we can look at what he has on his walls and. You know, whatever he didn't put away. and uh, My freaking bar is a mess, but this is my bar, so who cares? All right, just remember, guys, at Surviving the Badge, we still still got got your six. six. Salute.